Good morning. This is Robin Chapman. It's December 3rd, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the markets today, um, what happened on Wednesday, as well as some Statistics Canada stuff that came out today. So let's get into it. So first off, on November 30th, we saw a big hoomph happen to pretty much every sector, um, and, and this was because of the rising threat of the Omicron variant from South Africa, toppled with some growing economic concerns um, within the United States curbing inflation as well as month end. So we have a double whammy or a triple whammy, I should say, of all three things impacting oil stocks and agriculture. Obviously, Omicron will threaten demand. And if people are not out and about less and we're seeing some lockdowns emerge, they're going to need less products, right? So that's going to threaten every single sector. And um, we also saw that the uh, federal uh, chairman Powell in the United States uh, was talking last week about um, inflation not being transitory anymore in the United States, it, it being a little bit longer term um, because the transitory came in with, well, once we get workers back to this marketplace uh, in the United States, you know, inflation is going to come back or come back off. Then now they're saying that inflation will be sticking around and that they will be anticipating to use tools at their disposal to maybe curb inflationary prices. So obviously that means uh, potential interest rate increases, uh, you know, stopping of some of the money flow and the money printing that we've seen um, recently. So Omicron, um, inflation and um all of that basically means that oil stocks and agriculture all saw a big drop this week. Now, on agriculture specifically, uh, we do see the VIX up, um, which when the VIX uh, 500 is up, that's the fear index in the market. And, and until that comes down, I don't really see a lot of bulls running. Um, however, um, the bullish sentiment of supply, meaning in the milling wheat, in the soybeans, um, in uh, you know agriculture generally the tightness that we see means that the bulls haven't really disappeared and we're not seeing that the market's going to just drop through the floor this is more of a reset um, there's lots of bullishness uh, still um, given the lack of supply that we see in the agriculture sectors um, particular to soy bean soy meal um, milling wheat globally and pulses so um, even though there was a reset, I wouldn't panic, um, but it is important to watch. Um, and these black swan events really do tell me that, you know, when you're looking at your pricing decisions, you should be selling incrementally and going back to your game plan versus trying to, to get really too bullish because you never know what comes in with this COVID concern. So moving into Stats Canada. So that was the big news in Canada this morning. So what happened? We see in the wheat complex um, a posting of 21.65 million metric tons, um, and that was the production coming off of a um, 34.8 bushel crop and a 22.8 million acre crop um, harvested. Now, this was a little bit higher than what the trade was anticipating. They did lower from their September number a little bit, so they, they lowered from what they thought they had in September, but they were they came in higher than the trade anticipated. So that was... Um, somewhat uh, bearish um, this morning in the in the wheat pits, particularly the milling market. Milling market. If we look at spring wheat, um, there was a posting of 16 million uh, metric tons, which was higher than what the industry thought it was going to be, which was about 14.7 um, to 15 million metric tons. So spring wheat came in quite a bit higher than trade thought. Um, Durham, on the flip side, came in lower. They they posted a 2.65 million metric ton um, production number. So Wheat globally, particularly milling, continues to be tight. 
Um, they did not take production down in Canada, um, even though all wheat in Canada did drop from the September number. So um, on the on, as well this, in the same morning as the stats can came out, we see Russian um, tariffs come in again. So Russia has introduced more tariffs to their wheat leaving the country. Um, and we also see a you know Saudi Arabian tender come in and a lot of order flows come start to come in globally for wheat. So as much as you know stats can maybe increase the spring wheat and the milling wheat number, um, really globally wheat continues to be tight and we're seeing some order flows um, come into the market. So lots of bulls and bears um, in the wheat complex um, that will continue to be tight. Canola. We posted a 12.6 million metric ton production number, which was um, sizably, well, I shouldn't say sizably, but um, well low of what the trade thought, which was 12.8. Um, so a lot lower than even, I would say, the internal country or companies within Canada. So canola continues to be tight. Um, that would put canola, canola production in Western Canada at 25 bushels per acre. Saskatchewan um, is showing the lowest at 22 bushels per acre, Alberta 27.7, um, Manitoba 29.7. So canola continues to be tight. Um, on the flip side, it's really hard to sell canola globally. It's, it's trying to find partners as it is, you know, well overpriced compared to the Métis um, and the Aussie seed. Um, so canola continues to lack exports. Uh, we do see some crush um, margins increase, especially in the deferred. So um, canola gets tight and, and the action looks to be more internally um, within our country versus um, exports, um, at least for the time being. So, um, you know, continue to look at nearby months um, for, you know, time to sell. Canola continues to be inverted and that supply will not last until next year. Other things to note on this on the stats can peas and lentils got even tighter. Um, similar to canola, we're waiting for the market to come back on the export side of both of those products. So, um, you know, we're kind of in a wait mode in, in a bullish um, commodity. So we're waiting on lentils, we're waiting on peas, um, and it, it really comes down to timing and when people come in to purchase that product. And uh, the barley number was the old one, one of the other ones I wanted to note. Um, it's at 6.95, which was an actual... It was a decrease from the September number of 7.10 million metric tons, but lower than the trade or but higher than the trade actually thought. So um, really not much with barley, though we are seeing some traction in January through March periods. So uh, taking stock on what people have, you know, selling into the malt pit and, and getting ready to make some more sales uh, would be a good idea on barley. That is it for me. Um, continue to enter targets and time your decisions with your plan. Thank you.